0: See, he
1: just told me not to mess up. So, but you know, I, I'm going to just trust God. Because if I, if it was just me up here talking, I'd be, I'd be saying, don't mess up. <laughs> don't mess it up. But I, I, I'm going to pray about that. Father God, we just, we worship you today. And I thank you, Lord. I'm trusting you just as I've already prayed, Father, that I would just minister under the power in the unction of the Holy Spirit this morning, I thank you, Father, that you have something to say to us, and I just trust, Father God, that your Word will work in us as we grab a hold of it, Father God, and we will leave here changed. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Praise, God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, turn over with me. Let's start. In, we're going to start in our text scripture. For <laughs> we're going to just keep on going. Go on. Keep on going. Second Timothy. One, and we could just preach on this all year. We could finish out the year on this scripture <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. hallelujah. well, let's remember Paul um, Timothy was a pastor, he was a young pastor, and Paul was kind of his spiritual father and helped establish him in this church, right and uh You've got to know, Timothy must have been going through some things. He must have been getting intimidated or something yeah. by his position and what God had called him to do. And so that's kind of the setup of this scripture in uh, 2 Timothy 1. We'll start in 6 and 7. And it says, and so Paul's reminding Timothy. Okay, he says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power yeah. and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Glory. Glory God. He's reminding him that God has put something in him. Right. He's put a gift in him, and he is not to let that fear yeah. or timidity hold him back.
0: Amen. Right. Amen.
1: And so no doubt God has put things in you yeah. That's right. Come on. that, see, fear, fear will hold you back. You will not enter into the things that God has for you if you yield to that fear. Yes. And no, no doubt, fear is going to try, it's called fear a spirit. Yeah, it does. Fear is not just a natural That's right. human emotion. Right. Right. Fear, true fear, there is a spirit behind that. Yeah. And this scripture tells us that is not from God. That's right. That is not from God. Right. Fear is not from God. And he's, so he's saying, he's saying, don't be afraid of the people. Don't be afraid of the people. Don't be afraid of the challenge. Don't be afraid of that circumstance because fear is not from God. Fear will keep you out of God's plan because he'll tell us to do things that we don't have the power to do in ourselves. And he's going to tell us to do things that may upset some people. And so if we let those things determine, we will never enter into all that God has for us. Fear will paralyze you. Yeah, it will, man. Oh, yeah. And it makes you powerless. Whereas the power of God enables you. Yeah. So fear paralyzes, but the power of God enables you that's good. Yeah. Um, to do what you're not able to do. Yeah. And so God has not given us, and I, I don't know if that's the compressor. Do you hear that it's like cuts in and out? I don't know. I might just turn it off. Thank you. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so let's think about it like that, that power, love, and a sound mind, those go together. Yeah. All three of those things go together. And uh, what do we think goes with fear? What, I mean, there's a lot of us in here, <laughs> so you don't have to answer me. But worry. Yeah. Worry goes with fear. Yeah. Anxiety goes with fear. Yeah. Torment yeah. goes with fear. Yeah. Dread. If you're dreading something, that's fear. Yeah. So anytime that you have any of those things, like worry, anxiety working in you, there's an element of fear with that. Right. That's behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we worry and have anxiety, uh, we only do that because we think something bad might happen. Yeah, right. Have you ever been like, got some really great news, but you are worried about it? No. <laughs> you, you know, no. If everything's going your way and yeah, really great news, everything's great all around. You're not sitting there worried, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> so praise the Lord. Praise the Bible God. tells us we are to be anxious for nothing. Amen. That's that's Philippians four six. Uh, it also and you can just make note of that in Matthew six. We know the account in verses twenty five through thirty four. Um, it says, "Don't worry." Jesus says, Don't worry.
0: That's right.
1: We kind of think maybe that's a hard saying. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry about anything. Nothing. Just not a thing. Don't worry about it Um, because He already knows. He already knows everything. He tells us what to do there. You know, it's sandwiched. He says, Don't worry. Then He says, Seek first. We're to seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, or His ways of doing things, yeah. Amen. instead of looking at what we're dealing with. Yeah. He says to seek Him, Amen. Amen. And then He finishes it up with, uh, "Therefore, don't worry." Yeah. <laughs> so, don't. Worry. So, I mean, you mean I can't worry about anything? Yeah. That's right. Amen. Not, not anything. Yeah. Not yeah. just even just a little bit. I mean, because it's, it's normal, right, to worry. We're, now, we've been convinced it's normal yeah, right. to worry because that's the condition of most people that they're worrying about something at some point. Okay, but the, no, it's not. For a Christian, it is not normal to worry. We, we need to not be okay with that. Amen. Amen. So, like, maybe I owe, what if I don't get that money that I need in time? Is that a good time? No. What about I, a doctor's report? Is that a good, no. Yeah. What about like my kids and I'm just, about their future's not, should I worry about that? No. 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 It says don't ever worry. Right. Worry, well, I won't go to that, but never mind.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll skip that story. No. <laughs> worry has never helped you. No, How, right. Can you think of one single time ever no. in your entire life mm-hmm. that worrying, that you're worrying about that situation did anything to affect the outcome? So why do it? Yeah, if it, doesn't, it doesn't help you. It doesn't accomplish anything. It, but what it does is make you sick. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it enough, it, you'll, it'll make you sick. And so we know that something that produces sickness is not from God. Amen. So we need to adopt a no worry policy. Hallelujah. So God has not given me a spirit of fear. But he has given me something, yes. and it's the spirit of power, yes. love, and a sound mind. Amen. Now, I'm going to impress you all with my knowledge of sports. Oh <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're a visitor, that may not be as funny to you as what I just That Those people that y'all know that I have all kinds of names for all things that don't, are not real names. But I'm going to impress you. There is a term, okay. There's a term that y'all probably don't even know this. I'm going to be smarter than you in this. Okay. There is a term used in the sports world, and it's also used in the entertainment industry sometimes. Okay. It's called the triple threat. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Hey, (laughs) look at me. (laughs) Now, Honestly, I was hearing from the Holy Spirit kids. I thought, okay, there's got to be a term for this power combination here. There's got to be. And I was thinking, okay, it's triple threat, triple threat. Let me look it up to see if that means anything. And it does. It means something. So I knew it was something before I even knew it was something. So it's called a triple threat. Hey, and you know what? We can become a triple threat in the kingdom of God. And these are the three things that we need to become skilled. School- it means, for those of you that don't know <laughs> what a triple threat is, <laughs> it's when someone becomes, ex- excels or has mastered three things in that field. So like for a football player, like they kick good, they run good, they throw good. Am I right, Rex? <laughs> something like that, something similar to that. Anyway, okay, like for entertainment, they can act, they can sing, they can dance. Like, good at it, all three of them. Okay, so we can be a triple threat in the kingdom of God. So I want you to remember that. That's my title of my sermon, The Triple Threat. Okay, we're, and, and to do that, we need to excel in the power of God, in the love of God, and having a sound mind. So that's the triple threat. That's what's going to make us a triple threat. So, let's turn over to First John. All right. So power. This you notice fear is a spirit, but power is of a spirit. The Spirit of power is the Holy Spirit. So keep that in mind. The Spirit of power, that is the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's let's see what 1 John 4, 17 and 18 says. It says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because (laughs) as He is... So are we in this world. Not when we get to heaven. We're there. It's there too. Yes, but this says, as he is, that means like right now, as Jesus is, so are we here right now in this world. And verse 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We're going to get back to that in a minute. Notice, as he is. So are we in this world, and where, where is He is? He is far above. <laughs> is He not? He's far above. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but you can write it down. Ephesians one and two, the whole thing. But I'm not. I'm not going to read the whole thing right now. But just to give you an idea, if this is new to you,
0: Amen. We he,
1: Christ. When he completed what he came to do here on this earth, he was raised and he was seated. And he still is seated in heavenly places at the right hand of God. Amen? Amen. 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 So let me see where I want to start. I'm going to read in Ephesians 1. Yeah, this is a great prayer to pray for people. I'm seeing where I'm going to just start in verse 17. It says, this, is, this was a prayer that Paul was praying for them. And he says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know yeah. what Amen. is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and... What is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him. This is Christ's position. This is where Jesus is. When he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. I mean, that's everything. Amen. That's everything. Yeah. And He put all things under His feet and gave Him to be head over all things to the church. Okay. Note, Christ is seated far above, yeah. far above everything, yeah. far above all yeah. obstacle, yeah. far above all ob- opposition. Yeah. He's far above. Yeah. 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 Remember, as He is, so are we.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you go into verse, I mean, chapter two, it gets even better.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: In verse 4 it says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we are seated where he is. That's right. We are far above. We are far above. We're, we're not beneath. The same, when we understand this, that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, I mean, that had to take some power. Yeah. Yeah. That had to take yeah. some power. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives yes. on the inside of us. Yes. As if, we're, if we belong to him, if we belong to God, we are his child. Amen. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead yeah. <laughs> lives on the inside of us. I, when, I, when you really think about this, when I think of this, I think, how can we not just explode? I mean, with, we have that kind of power. on the. You may not feel like it, okay? You may not feel like it. Yeah, it's not about feeling. I mean, do you always feel saved? Okay, but do you believe that you are? Yes. And why? You, you believe it because you're just trusting the word that the, what the word says is true, right? Yeah. So you may not always feel like you have the power of God on the inside of you. But I'm telling you, Amen. if you belong to him, Amen. the same spirit, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is on the inside of you. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we, we know that, We're going to stop. We will stop letting our circumstance dictate the outcome. (laughs) We are not subject to... uh, Things are real. Problems are real. We don't don't deny sickness. We don't deny that we have problems in life. Or things try to oppose us. Okay? But when we know who we are, and that we're seated with Him far above, when we know this, I mean, like, really, really, really know it. That circumstance is not going to determine the outcome. That's right. I'm going to determine the
0: outcome. Come on,
1: come on. Amen. 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 I'm going to I'm going to declare. I'm going to say how it's going to be. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to determine the outcome. Amen. Because I'm going to make I'm going to determine it in line with his word. Amen. 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 Good
0: stuff.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you next time a problem tries to threaten you, you be like, no, no. I, I say how it's going to be. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <Right. That's laughs> this, right. is, this is the way it's going to turn out. Right. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, the power of God that is in us, it can take us over the top of any circumstance. Yeah. Right. But we have to look at that problem, that circumstance, from our position yeah. yes. in Him. Yeah. Yeah. If we look at things naturally, we can be defeated yes. with that. Exactly. But when we look at our problems um, based on where we're seated in Christ, so it,
0: changes everything. it does. Amen.
1: Amen. Um, so, and that, because that's far above.
0: Come on. Amen. Yeah.
1: We may, There may be a little spider. Y'all get spiders? <laughs> Are we the only ones that get spiders in our house? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're afraid of spiders, okay... You could be afraid of, I mean, maybe it's a fiddleback. Maybe it's a black widow. Maybe it, like, it could hurt you. Maybe. Mm -hmm. It can threaten you, right? Just with its. okay, I don't want to be stuck with fangs, and I don't want to get poison (laughs) injected into my body. But you know what? We can crush that spider. (laughs) I mean, it can threaten all you want. I mean, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, there you go, you know. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> next you know what i mean like when we look at things from that because you notice things are a lot seem a lot different sky's a little bluer when you see things from further away it's like kind of like the you miss the forest for the trees like if you're standing right here at the tree you don't see the whole forest well When we remove, you know, when we get up far above where we're supposed to be above our problem, it's a lot different. It looks a lot different from up there. So that's what we got to do. Yeah, the view's a lot better in heavenly places. Amen. Let's stop fighting fighting the enemy on on his level. Yeah,
0: come on. That's so good. That's good.
1: Amen. So become established. In Christ. Who you are in Him. So you just need to you need to get in the Word. You need, you need to get in the Word and find the Scriptures that say in Him, through Him, by Him. And these Scriptures are mostly going to be found in the New Testament, in the epistles. You find those Scriptures and just meditate on those. I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. I'm far above. Because He's far above. Amen? And that That scripture, it was a Romans eight, yeah. Romans eight eleven that talks about that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is is on the inside of us. Praise God. God. Hallelujah. So remember, triple threat. threat. Power Amen. Amen. The next one is love. I know y'all think y'all got this all figured out, but but you don't. Look look, let's go back to first John. I just know you don't. We're all a work in progress. First John one okay. Not one. First John four, sorry. Remember, it's talking about as He is, so are we in this world. Verse 18 says, there is no fear in love. Remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This scripture in verse 18, it says, there is no fear in love. None. But perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. For he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And so my natural thought when I read that is, well, how do I get perfected in love? Because this says that there's no fear in love. Right. And that's what we want. Amen. Nope, we don't want the fear. Right. And this says there is no fear in love. That perfect love, it casts it out. Yeah. Meaning there, there's no room for fear to occupy yeah. when you're perfected in the love of God.
0: That's right.
1: Amen. That's right. Amen. So I want to know... How do we get perfected in this love? And what's he talking about? Because that's important. Don't just read over it. It, The answer's there. It's a little further back up in the scripture, okay? Um, The whole passage is 7 through um, 18 that we just read. I won't read the whole thing, but he's talking about, um, just to paraphrase, you know, love is of God and everyone who loves is of God, is born of God and knows God, okay? Those that do not love don't know know God, for God is love. Um, In this, the love of God, this is verse nine, the love of God was manifested toward us that God sent his only son into the world that we might live through him. In this love, oh, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us, okay? Um, Verse 11, beloved Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Here it is right here, verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. So the love of God is perfected in us when we love other people, when we love one another. That is how um, the love of God is perfected in us. So we need to know how to love one another, mm-hmm. don't we? Yeah. Um, you got to know. This is not talking about human love right. because human love changes its mind. That's
0: right. Yeah,
1: that's right. Sure <laughs> you does. know, yeah. I'm gonna think I love somebody one moment, and the next moment, or next, this happens all the time. Yeah. yeah, right. Human love will change its mind. That's right. When things uh, don't. Work out that way, way they want it. Amen. Okay, human love changes its mind. Um So we can only love this way, what is talking about here with the love of God. Amen. And he will help us. Yes. Now Romans five five. Oh, you don't have to turn there. I will. Triple threat. Okay. Romans 5.5, 5, it says, Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So when you became a child of God, and the Holy Spirit came to live in you, the love of God came to live in you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. And so we have something to tap into, That's good. that people who do not know God, right. they don't have it. People who don't know God, the only thing they can do is just by sheer will, or just own natural human, you know, decision or human love. That's the only way they can love somebody. Okay. But you and I, if you if you're born again, we have something beyond that that we can tap into, because you don't always feel like loving somebody. I mean, I always feel like loving my husband. Uh, he's just so perfect in every way. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, just naturally, someone kind of grates on you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, but we, with the love of God, we can still love that person. Yes. Yes.
0: It's right.
1: It's right. Amen. 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 Praise God. We have to act in line with what God's love would do. Yes. Even when we don't feel like it. Right. That's where it can get hard. Amen. But it's the same way we operate in faith. We operate in faith, sometimes even when we don't feel like it.
0: Right. Yes. Amen.
1: Right. And so what, because we know this, perfect love casts out fear. Amen. That's what we want. We want fear out. Yeah. So we need to walk in love. Yeah. Um, so what does, this, what does this love mean? If it's not human love, what is it? What does it look like? And I'm, I'm so glad that you asked me. <laughs> because everybody may not know these scriptures. I take it, we take it for granted sometimes that most everybody in here has heard exactly what I'm saying in just multiple different ways yeah. over time. It doesn't mean we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> or that you remember until I say something about it. But some people may not have ever heard this, okay? So let's look over 1 Corinthians. And this is going to tell us, this is the kind of love that we are to have. Towards other people, this is the kind of love that's going to cast out fear. Amen. When we walk in this kind of love, Amen. praise God. First Corinthians thirteen. Can I? Does somebody have an amplified over here that I can take it? Yeah. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, I like this better. <laughs> the amplifies really good on these scriptures. It's 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. And I'm good. this is what we need to do.
0: Okay, come on.
1: Amen. It says, love endures long. Yeah. Amen. And it's patient and kind. Amen. I'm gonna read these through through slowly because uh, you know, you need to think about it. <laughs> you need to think about: Am I doing this? Okay. Amen. Love never—it's never envious, mm-hmm. nor boils over with jealousy. Amen. Is not boastful, so don't brag. You know, yeah. um, is not vainglorious. It does not display itself haughtily. Like I'm like I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> You don't need to tell me. You know, that love doesn't act like that. Yeah. Amen. That's ugly. Okay. It is not conceited. It's not arrogant and inflated with pride. Is not rude. Love is not rude. And I know y'all think, man, I was like rude three or four times already today. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. It says we're not to do that. Love is not rude. And does not act unbecomingly. Love, I like this. God in the Amplified says love, God's love in us, it does not insist on its own rights or its own way. I mean that is totally against anything that human nature wants to do. (laughs) You know, the sin the sin nature, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Like don't we all don't we grow up wanting everything we want. (laughs) Our way. Exactly. Praise God. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. And, and guys, listen to this. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Amen. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Yeah. Love does not keep, or, you know, God's love does not keep a score. That's, right. That's, right. That's good. Y'all are looking at me like... <laughs> Uh, that's what it says. OK, It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It's ever oh this is, it's ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. And it's talking about, you know, like you can operate in the gifts of the spirit. Yeah. You can speak in tongues. Right. You can give a word of wisdom, you can prophesy all that. None of that that basically is just a bunch of noise if you're not walking in love.
0: That's good. That's right. Come
1: on. Because that's really a bad representation of God. If you want to walk if you want to flow in the gifts of the spirit, but you don't walk in love towards people. People see that and wonder what kind of God you're wanting them to serve. It would be better to walk in the love of God and not flow in the gifts of the Spirit. We should do both, but but basically you're just you're just blah 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 blah. If you're working and you know trying to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. But don't walk in the love of God.
0: Right. Come on, amen. That's right.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, say that. Go home and think about that. <laughs> Go home and what you got to do though is remember we want to be the triple threat. Yeah. There's power, but we got to walk in the love of God.
0: Amen. Yeah. So amen. This
1: this scripture is love is is everything. Amen. It's everything, and if you. Yet love will never fail.
0: That's
1: right. Love doesn't pass away. Those That's gifts right. of the Spirit, we won't need those gifts of the Spirit in heaven.
0: Right. Right.
1: The love of God, That's it never right. goes it away. Never goes it's, right. it's never going to go away. Amen. So be skilled in walking in love like this. Amen. And God's love will be perfected in you. Amen. And that, you're not even going to have to think, you, I mean, we can deal with fear. But I'm saying you get perfected in the love of God, yeah. and that, there's no room for fear. It drives it out. Amen. So practice that. So those are the scriptures. You need to get up every morning and read that. You need to take your lunch break and read that. You need to read that before you come in the house at night. You know, remind yourself of what the love of God acts like. Amen. And do it when you don't feel like it.
0: Praise God.
1: Amen. So triple threat. There's the power of God. Which is the Holy Spirit in us working. Amen? Yes. The love of God and a sound mind. Yes. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. A sound mind is a balanced mind. Yes,
0: praise God.
1: Right. A sound mind is safe thinking. That's yes.
0: good.
1: A sound mind is disciplined. And there that word <laughs> Well, I don't like that. I don't like that word, do you? <laughs> the word discipline. I don't like it. <laughs> God, God help us like that word. Yeah. Working us the will to like your yeah, word, yeah. discipline. Yeah. yeah, I love discipline. I love it. Love it, right. love, it, love, it. love it. No, but we, we know this. You can be disciplined, really disciplined in one area. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're disciplined in all these other areas, does it? No, I'm disciplined to eat every day. I'm not disciplined to exercise. Um, So, yeah. Our minds, our minds are important. Amen. Our minds are important. Praise God. Um, You know, something that's undisciplined is chaotic. Think about a group full of toddlers, you know? A bunch of, like puppies or something, you know, it's chaotic and all over the place, uncontrolled, uncontrolled. Okay. Think about this as your mind. You don't see it. You don't see everything going on in here. And we thank the Lord for that. (laughs) But, uh, it's, there are many areas to be disciplined, but I believe that right here, I could be wrong. There's probably someone's going to point out a scripture where I'm wrong on this. But I believe the mind is the most important to be disciplined. Because why is that? We know prayer and study of the Word. I mean, it's vital to your life. But if you think right, you will. You will pray and study. We know the Bible says that our tongue, I mean, it's like a, like we could start a fire with it. You know, it's life and death are in the power of the tongue. It, scripture says that. What you say, I mean, it is critical to your life. If you think right, you'll talk right. So, yeah. If you change your thinking, if you discipline this, if you change your thinking, you're going to change what you're speaking. And you're going to change your life. You know, have you, have you noticed? You don't really go anywhere or do anything until you've thought about it first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like, unless you're on drugs or you're asleep or dead.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> I was trying to think because I was like, I was like, okay, I know there's someone's going to point out like, This statement's inaccurate in some way, but most, from generally speaking, you don't go. Anywhere, you think about it first. You don't just wind up somewhere. No. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Amen.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You don't just wind up somewhere. Right. Let's look over Let's look at Second Corinthians, 10. Got a little ring, Brother marks, not there. Second Corinthians 10. We're going to master, we're going to become skilled with the power of God, with the Holy Spirit. Walking in love and in disciplining our mind. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, listen, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, everyone, yeah. Yeah. every thought, That's good. into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Your mind needs constant attention. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's right. You get pay attention. If you don't pay attention in the kids' class, well, what happens? All H E L L breaks yeah. loose. Yeah. <laughs> it's, your mind needs constant attention. Just because you got older doesn't mean your mind doesn't need attention. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. That's good. Yeah. With without training, your mind's gonna get you in trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Hey, Amen. And now, we love our animals. God bless them. But without supervision, they can do a whole lot of damage. And everybody in here just had an animal knows what I'm talking about. And I, the animals give us really good stories. So that's something. Um, and I'm not going to pick on Moses. But we, we had some other labs before we had Moses. And what I was saying was Jackson. Y'all, anybody remember Jackson here? Well, when he was, you know, labs have about, their puppyhood stage lasts about three years. Yeah, It's not like a nine-month deal. No. I mean, they're puppies for a very long time. And they would be just fine if we're with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, But um, there were some times, like one time we uh, went to work, we left them. You know, we wouldn't leave them outside because maybe they'd get out. So we left them in. I mean, we came home one time, and Jackson and, and Mango had totally rearranged our living room. You can imagine. I mean, he ate my glasses. Mango... She like gnawed on the walls. These are in separate times, you know. This is not one instance. I mean, she ate window seal, like wood. I thought I could. I thought because Chris had a, like a love-hate relationship with Mango. I've got an even worse story for Mango. But uh, this this time, I came home and I'm like, oh no, he's gonna be so mad because she had ate the window seal. So you know what I did? I went out and I got some wood. Wood. Filler putty and paint because <laughs> I knew I had time before he was gonna get home, and I mean I built that window sill back up and sanded it and painted it. I don't know how long it took him to figure out that that didn't look right. But and then one time, okay, remember this is our mind when nobody's paying attention. I mean, good intention. One time we came home in mango. Uh, Yeah, I walked back to our living room, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because she was, half her body was down in the corner of our sofa, you know, and there was white filler everywhere. She had eaten a hole and was tearing it out. And I had to go in there, and I'm like, okay, Chris, I have to tell you something. And I'm just, don't kill her, okay? Don't. Yeah, Like he thought I was going to say something even worse than that So it, it kind of buffered it a little bit But I mean this is our mind When we're not paying attention yeah, It will just totally destroy things yeah. And so how much How much do I have to pay attention uh, yeah, yeah Because I want to ask How much defeat are you willing to accept Yeah, yeah Because you're Because we get tired Of guarding our mind and it is an ongoing thing. Yeah. Now, the more disciplined your mind and your thoughts are, the easier it will be to keep it on track, to keep it safe. Amen. So as you're going about your day, try to get, make, make yourself a little sticky note before you'll see it. What are you thinking about? And you'll see that, and you are going, okay, what am I thinking about? And maybe I'm thinking about what I want to eat you know, do I want jasmine or El Torito? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay, is that a safe... Yeah, that's probably a safe thought. Okay, but maybe, my, maybe I was just thinking about... I got a, I've got a doctor's appointment coming up. Maybe I'm wondering, what are they going to say? What's, what's that test going to say? What's, what, and so maybe I'm thinking about that. And no, that's not a safe thought because we, that's not a safe thought because not that it's not real or that, not that you don't have to plan on going to those appointments or whatever, but in those situations, those, there is, there's defeat in that question Uh, because there's the potential that maybe it might not turn out. Okay. So when we find ourselves thinking those things, we've got to redirect like a child, We've got to redirect it to something safe. And something safe in that situation would be, you know, focusing on God's faithfulness. Like, he's never let me down. He's not going to start now. You know, redirect it to the promises of God, what the Word of God says. Okay? And every time you catch yourself, like a child, every time you, you let up, you look over here for a minute, and your mind goes back over here. You have to go back and get it, and take it over and set it on the right thing. Amen. And this is a constant. We can't get tired of guarding our mind. Amen. Right. Unless you just don't care, you know, where you end up. Praise God. Right. Praise God. If, if what you're thinking about in any way argues with the Word, that's not safe.
0: Amen.
1: That is not safe. So we are to take every thought captive. Praise God. So we need to discipline our mind to think in line with the word of God. And we can only do that by knowing the word of God. Right. Right. Amen. We've got to know the word of God. And we have to believe what the word of God says is true. And then we have to do what the word says. Amen. 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 So what's the scripture? Second Timothy. So, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so, who's going to be a triple threat Amen. in the kingdom of God? Amen. Yeah. I know y'all are raising your hands inside. <laughs> You're raising them inside. Praise God. Y'all stand with me this morning. Praise God. Father God, we give you all the...